Right, so in this... Oh, I can hear the squeaky chair. It's getting more famous than me. Um, in this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about finding your power. It's a common phrase, and it's something that is, you know, heavily used on the spiritual scene. Um, you know, it's always, oh, find your power, find your power. And um, I'm going to talk to you about it and, and talk you through it. So, and what it is, and where do you get it from, and how do you tune into it, and how do you hold it. And... Th- yeah, so kind of, okay, so it started off, you know, I was very broken, you know, turned to spirituality to, you know, find my power. And everyone was like, oh, find your power. You are the power. You are the answers. And I never got an answer from this. And I never found my power through this ideology and perception. And, you know, oh, you've got to meditate every five minutes and you've got it. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. And I was thinking this is not bringing me anything apart from the sense of not achieving anything. So it, it actually reimbursed this feeling of failure. So, you know, you know my work by now. You know, I, I've got 20 years in the corporate field, if not longer. Um, I am incredibly spiritual, grew up in a spiritual household. Grandpa was a vicar, spent time with the monks, spent time with nuns, the lot. Extremely psychic, even as a kid, runs in the fam. So, you know, so my work is about merging the two worlds. Ooh, squeaky chat. So... You know, it's about finding that balance where, hang on a minute, can I be right brain and left brain? Yeah, absolutely you can. Now, your power is your sovereignty, your agency, your counsel. And I'm going to go through each one of those. So your sovereignty is what you you value yourself at, your worth. Um, Your agency is how you operate, really, your discipline. Um, And, you know, what your willing to compromise and your counsel is how you negotiate it's very movement orientated right so you really want to be looking at those kind of three things and you really want to be defending yourself that's that's your power your power is how you operate your power is what you are willing to do to defend your worth that's your power your power is a movement it's it's a declaration it's a promise that regardless of how you're treating me right now, whatever is going on with your life and whatever bullshit you want to send my way, I will defend myself. That's your power. So your power really doesn't have anything to do with, you know, um, feeling strong all the, all the time because, I mean, you know, even I have my moments and I'm pretty feisty. It, it's about the non-negotiables, the boundaries. That's your power. You know, if you look at um, if you look at castles, for example, their power lies in their, you know, their fortuitousness, their ability to stand fortright against a movement, uh, against an energy. You know, it, it's the power is in the movement, so the defense mechanism. Right. So if you're thinking, well, how, how do I apply that to myself and how can I keep that? You really want to learn about yourself. And I don't mean, you know, learn what genre of play you like or, you know, learn about, you know, what cooking styles you like or anything like that. Because that will change. I mean, geez, one time you like this, next time you like that. So your, your uh, ability to be complex will always, always change. Um, what you want to do is you want to discover who you are. So you know, I hear again, you know, I reference what I said at the beginning, which is, you know, you are the answers, you have the answers in you. Vague, vague. So what that means is, 
who are you on a character level? So no matter what, you know, uh, winds change, whatever happens, it's your, what's your baseline? What's your character? Right. So, for example, I am incredibly kind. I mean, I don't care who you are. I will always be incredibly kind. Um, so it doesn't matter what, what's thrown at me. I'll always be incredibly kind. You know, I know for a fact if there was absolutely no food in the world and I had one grain, I'd split it. You know, so that's my character. That's who I am. And I hold that and I defend it and I will not budge. And no one will tell me that I can't be kind, you know, because that's me holding my agency, the way that I behave, the way that I operate. You know, so that's my power. My power is being able to um, hold my standards, you know. And so think about yourself. Think about actually what are my baselines? And there'll be things actually that you get annoyed by. So you might be like, well, people sound cute. And I hate being called cute. You know what? Cute is a really, really nice characteristic to have. It's very charming. It's very disarming. It's very safe. When someone says you're cute, it means that they feel a sense of childlikeness, not childishness, but childlikeness. Um, you're not offensive, you know, and it's a very, very nice quality. So again, your power would be holding on to that and accelerating that and being able to forefrontly project that and hold it you know there's there's a power in owning your own securities as well you know like I've got not today for some reason but you know I'm not an incredibly amazing speaker I get very nervous when I talk it you won't know this because I've had 20 years in corporate and I'm always on the phone uh, so I've learned the skills but I didn't talk till I was three three and a half maybe I think um every time I talk and open my mouth it, it, I just, I'm nervous. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing it. It's just not great. And some days I trip up and sometimes I get my words mixed up and, you know, it's all over the place. It's a bit chaotic, right? But my power is to own that. My power is like that. That is who I am. And I actually think it's lol. I mean, the shit that I come out with sometimes it's like, no, I did not mean that. And it's, it's quite, it's funny. So again, it, there's a power in um, saying, well, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is, yeah, it's great. You know, it's being proud. And no one should ever feel like they can't be proud of things. You know, I met an amazing woman the other week and she had a tick. So I don't know what it's called, but she just kept twitching a lot and blinking a lot. And quite honestly, when I first saw her do it, I didn't notice actually until about, I think about 15, 20 minutes in. And my heart melted. And I just thought, oh, my God, what a beautiful way of expressing yourself. Like, she she looked like she was dancing and she looked like she was expressing herself in such a sporadic, um, nonsensical way. And it was so creative, you know. And I said to her, please don't get stressed. You know, don't don't try and hide. Don't change your body language to make yourself smaller. Please don't do that. Express yourself. Be proud of it. And... She started to own it and I said, there you go, there's your power. It's ownership, ownership of you, owning, owning your property, owning who you are, you know. So your council, your agency, you know, your sovereignty. These are all things that make up a very wealthy um, estate, if you think about it on a physical level. So it's the same emotionally, you know, absolutely the same emotionally and energetically. 
when you when you own yourself and you own your operating system and you own your ability to think and be different and you're proud of it and you're like yeah whatever like this is who I am who cares if you don't like it keep walking you know when there's a, a sense of pride there and strength and like like I said fortuitousness it opens up a lot of doors and people actually see you for who you are and they really like you they really do they like genuine um obviously you get people who don't like you and dismiss you now you know you don't need to be a mathematician to figure out that Anyone who doesn't like someone who's genuine is probably frightened of what they're genuinely going to think of them and genuinely, genuinely going to say. So those people are, tend to be duplicitous, you know, and two-faced, so you don't want them. But anyone who really holds you and uh, creates space for you and, and loves you for who you are, I mean, yeah, geez, keep them. So holding your power, finding your power, stepping into your power is all about uh, discovering yourself on so many different levels of wealth. You know, and I always encourage my clients to sit there and write down at least 20 compliments a day. And people go, oh, 20? And I, yeah, 20. I'm going to struggle with one. And I'm like, well, there we go. That's why you're in a bad place. If you can't write down 20, at least 20, incredibly wealthy things about you. So we're talking about things like hand on heart. Oh my God, I am so incredibly dynamic. I love it. I love how I light up a room. I love how people feel safe around me. I love how my brain works and it can navigate me around different things and out of trouble. I love it. So if you can sit there and write 20 things, you don't have to do it back to back. You don't have to sit there in the morning and do 20 back to back. But you can certainly do five in the morning, five in the afternoon, five in the late afternoon, five in the evening. Why not? You know? And that is about re-empowering yourself. Um, And that is about plugging yourself in, recharging yourself. Because, you know, in the old days, and, you know, witches, (laughs) spells, when you're writing things down, so like spelling something, that's, you know, witches could write and witches could read, and they'd write something down. It's called spelling, so spell, you see. And when that pen hits the paper, any any writer will tell you this, any actor will tell you this, any any reader, actress, um, anyone, that there's magic on the page it's just magic you know there's something about the art of writing it down and seeing it and you know getting so engrossed with it and allowing it to be woven through your different layers there's something about that that is so solidifying and grounding and just it's just gorgeous you know so I highly recommend that you do that when you do that you start to see a pattern with what you're writing so at first you might be like, you know, I have nice eyes, I have nice face, which <laughs> I'm sure you do, you little buttercup, you know, I'm sure you do. But as you go deeper and you start to see how you navigate in the world and, and what space you hold in the world. So, you know, like you are incredibly gorgeous, you are incredibly deep, you are incredibly dynamic. You start to see this character emerge, you start to see this person and you're like, oh my God, that's me. And then you start to get really proud of it and you're like, yeah. And then what ends up happening is your self-worth goes up. And when your self-worth goes up, so your internal wealth, when that gets restructured, you'll start to see your external wealth pop up. So your money, business, opportunities, all start to go up, start to become a beacon of just gorgeousness, you know. So that's your power. That is, it's holding it. And it's also, you know, I I heard an amazing quote. Unfortunately, I don't know who did it. I like to give people credit where credit's due and I can't remember, but... It's like the, the quote was, you only get in life what you're willing to negotiate. 
So I don't know if you, about you, if you've ever been in a boardroom and you're trying to negotiate a new contract or you're trying to negotiate a new sale or something and or new rates and someone does, someone can be very powerful by the way that they negotiate. I mean, my negotiating style in business is basically what I say goes. I'm very willing to walk away from an offer if it doesn't fit. You know, I'm not going to sit there and negotiate till the cows come home. It's like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. and Or I'm, or I'm leaving, you know. May, may be able to kind of do a few things, but if it doesn't fit within the sovereignty of my own mind, then it's, an, it's a no, I will exit that space. Um, and there's something powerful about that commitment. There's something powerful about that confidence. So when you apply that to your life and you're like, you know what, I'm not negotiating on this. You treat me better or you go. And there's something powerful about saying, yes, we have a connection. Yes, we've been dating 40 years, but there's still no ring on it. And I still I still want to have kids and there's nothing happening here. What is going on? And there's something powerful about saying, you know what, this job doesn't serve me anymore. And I am working my ass off and I am not getting the credit I want. And there's something powerful about saying, you know what, you lot call me, you know, say you're my friend. But every time I'm down, you, you never step up and you're not there. You're taker. There's something powerful about that. So you see how guarding yourself, your, your characteristics and your strengths really is the power behind, you know, your life, basically. So it's like knowing yourself and knowing what you do is the most important thing in becoming empowered. You can't defend if you don't know. So there's no point in me saying, you know, well, you don't have my standards. What's your standards? I don't know. I don't know what my standards are. Low by the looks of things. You know, you can't defend that. What? What? No, come on. You know? So the other thing I want to talk about, which is almost adjacent to this, is a very, very lengthy misconception that focusing on yourself, putting yourself first is selfish. Oh, then I'm the most selfish person on the planet. I'm sure my ex will agree with that. But regardless, I'm not. I give away a kidney to someone I don't even know, for God's sake. I'm hardly selfish. Do you know what selfish is? So selfish is about taking from somebody else so that they go without and you go with. With no real effort and no consequence and no, uh, you know, you didn't negotiate, you just talk. That's selfish. That is wasting somebody's time, efforts, taking from them. That's selfish. Selfish is not sitting there going, oh my God, I have just realized I am an amazing human being and I want to do more good for the world. And everyone is going to um, deliciously drink from my overflowing cup because I've just realized my wealth. How is that selfish? It actually makes you the most selfless person because you will start to inspire people. You know, isn't it funny, don't you think, that when we look at little babies, and Marissa Peer talks about this in her work about the happy baby, when you, um, when you look at babies and they're squiggling around, and they're like little fat things with all these gorgeous little love handles. And they are just enjoying themselves. You know, like, you know, what's that? You know, just enjoying themselves. They are giving nothing but love in that moment because they are enjoying themselves so much that you're enjoying watching them enjoying themselves. You wouldn't go, God, you're a selfish little baby. <laughs> you just wouldn't, would you? Because actually you look at that baby and you go, my God, it melts my heart. That baby is just like the best thing ever. Oh, that baby. Oh, I just want to love that baby. Because that baby is loving itself so much, it's almost demanding respect and love at the same time whilst making you happy. So that's not selfish. So have a look at your life. 
Have a look at your sovereignty, your agency, your council. Have a look at your behaviour. Have a look at what you're defending. Who are you? Hello. <laughs> you're in there somewhere. Let's get you out. Let's start really enjoying who you are and what you've got. When I sit down with someone, I can literally reel off straight away all their character, their, all the characteristics they're hiding that they didn't know about. I mean, to be fair, that's part of my job is to see three things and, um, you know, see beyond the veil. And I just wish, my, my biggest wish in the world is for people to see, see how beautiful they are. Very rarely do I see, um, unless someone is going out of their way to be an absolutely repugnant person, I, I never look at someone and think, God, you're ugly, you're horrible. I just think, oh my God, look at those beautiful curves or look at those beautiful little quirks. And what saddens me the most is, is knowing that and seeing people in that way and knowing they're not seeing it either, you know? And so I encourage, I support, I want for you that you start to spend more time with yourself in a constructive way. You start to love yourself in a more constructive way. You start to defend yourself in a more constructive way constructive way and you start to enjoy yourself just fucking enjoy the skin that you're in because you won't get to have this again you know and people talk about reincarnation and yeah but you're not going to be born you know I'm not going to be born Katie in this skin in this body ever again I might be born a frog I mean to be fair I've kissed enough of them so you know so it's like you know it's about time you start to see the wealth in yourself and that has nothing to do with measuring it against somebody else who has more or is somewhere else in their life and you want to be there. It's about who you are, the deliciousness of you, tuning into it, defending it and being powerful about it. Why not show off? Why not get out there? Why not create more space? There's loads of space. Take up more space. I want you to. You're an absolutely delicious person. You're the kindest person I know. You're just so incredibly loving and you're making yourself small. Please don't, you know, shine. So anyway, I love you very much, as always. And for God's sake, start to increase your internal wealth and you will see your life change. Okay, love you. Bye.